Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I have no idea whether my next guest likes Rush. I, I already have a rather high opinion of him. We'll have to see if it goes up based on whether he likes one of the great rock bands of all time. My next guest is a former high school English teacher and a former college punter. And he's done some other stuff, too, like probably being the most successful cable TV news host ever and a multi-time best-selling author of the Killing series, Bill O'Reilly's. Latest is called Killing the Witches, a great idea for a Christmas present, a little too late for Hanukkah. Billy, welcome back. Good to talk to you again. Sam Ross has things out in Colorado, great Christmas place out there. It's lovely. It's, it's a little leftist, but it's lovely. It's good enough. It's not what it used yeah. to be. You know, I don't. I don't think people should talk politics in the <laughs> around Christmas time. Yeah, even though it's tempting, I know there's a lot of chaos and uh, a lot of stuff going on. That's for sure. I, I'm mostly not going to ask you about politics, but I do have to ask you one one thing. Do you live in George Santos's district? Yes, I do. Wow, I knew you were in that general area. So I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna ask you about him. I'm just kind of no, curious. No, I, it, I've I've addressed it on the No Spin News on BillOReilly.com. Yeah, I uh, I feel guilty about this because I didn't check out that grifter, um, and there's no excuse. I should have. I'm the most famous, powerful person in my district. <laughs> I mean, that's as simple as that. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and people here in uh, Long Island count on me. And uh, we have a huge platform on WABC Radio, which yeah. is our flagship. And I did not check the man. Now, the reason I didn't was because I don't check any Congress people running for office. There's just too many of them. And I assume that the... Uh, that the uh, various parties are going to do that and right. put forth honest people. The uh, special election we have here uh, in February, we have two good candidates. I know one of them, the Democrats, Swazi. I went to the same high school I went to. And then they just announced today there's this Ethiopian immigrant um, who lived in Israel for many years who's going to be on the Republican side. Wow. Very, very, yeah, very competent. But I'm going to check. I, as far as yeah, I know, I don't know. But I'm yeah. going to check her. But yeah, I'm I'm partially uh, responsible for George Santos, um, and I feel terrible about it. A female Ethiopian Jew, or is she not Jewish? She just lived. Yeah. Okay. A female Ethiopian Jew. There, for for folks who don't know, there's a whole thing about Ethiopian Jews, and some folks think that they're maybe the lost tribe of Israel. And there's a surprising yeah. number of Jews and they were from Ethiopia out of Addis Ababa. Uh, to Israel because they were encountering turbulence in uh, their home country. And um, and she was a member of the Israeli Defense Forces, and uh, she's a state legislature now, legislator wow. now. Yeah. An impressive woman. Wow. Uh, folks, don't forget, when you go to BillOReilly.com, in your head, if you don't emphasize the word dot, the page might not load properly. So BillOReilly.com. Bill, how do you feel? Oh, wait, wait, before I ask you this, dude, I saw you on TV the other day on News Nation, and 
the grilling you gave Geraldo Rivera was unbelievable. You guys must be best friends or, or else you really hate the guy. No, I've known Geraldo since the War of 1812. So, uh, <laughs> we, uh, and actually, I took him out to dinner this summer. Um, but I do a uh, commentary for News Nation on Monday and on Wednesday. Uh, that is a good network for people to watch. It, it, they're trying to get away from this insane ideology on both sides and, and present uh, the news in a form that people can uh, digest fairly easily. But anyway, um, Chris Cuomo, who I'm rehabbing, by the way, I'm, uh -huh. I bringing, can tell. I'm bringing him back from the CNN abyss, mm -hmm. um, actually said to his audience after the debate, uh, the Republican debate, that uh, Geraldo had a clear mind. Well, I had to, I had to jump in on that. I mean, come on. Um, you know, there are people in Pitkin County with clearer minds than Geraldo. Oh my so. gosh, uh, quite the Colorado <laughs> reference. Uh, that I, that was just hilarious. And for for what it's worth. Uh, these days, I consume more of News Nation than any other uh, cable. Okay, Ross, I'm glad. Cable I'm glad to hear that. Um, yeah. And uh, Leland Vittert is a friend of mine, but I, I love seeing guy. you there. And whatever right. coaching you're giving Cuomo is working. Um, so, so that's that's good. How how did uh, how did one bad punt change your life? And how pissed off are you that that's the punt people remember? Well, there's a video of me uh, hunting for seven or eight yards when I was a freshman. Um, but you know what's lost? I love this. Um, I was a quarterback, too, and a place kicker, too. I did everything at Marist College. But in my senior year, when I came back from the University of London, I spent that junior year abroad. I didn't. I wasn't going to play football, but they they dragged me out like uh, Michael Corleone. Just when I thought I was out, they dragged me back in, and I won the division that we were in, the national punting uh, title, forty two point five. Back then, that was a big number, mm -hmm. and nobody cites that one dopey <laughs> kick when I was a freshman. Didn't know what I was doing. Couldn't even put on my shoulder pads. That's what they zero in on. Uh huh. So anyway. Uh huh. So good fun i had a great <laughs> career playing college football i enjoyed it immensely how tall are you bill six four okay even i knew you were pretty tall i didn't realize you were that tall all right uh did you ever have hopes and dreams of nfl or did you yeah i yeah? did but i was an idiot because uh I, I was not nearly as good as you would have to be i could throw the ball 60 yards and but wow. I, I i wasn't quick enough mm. my feet irish guys they're not you don't see any Irish sprinters. <laughs> they were not quick. And uh, I could kick the ball an enormous uh, length. But when I went out to, uh, they had a scouting combine in New York, uh, I did fine when I was kicking with the wind. But when I was kicking against the wind, then I couldn't cut it. But, boy, I would have loved to have a professional sports career. I played baseball, too, ice hockey as well. I was sweating all the time as a kid. <laughs> uh, I didn't ask you after we had that opening bumper music, how do you feel about the rock band Rush? You know, I am not a big fan of Rush, not because I don't like their music. I just don't know it very well. Uh, they came up in a time when I was actually at KMGH in uh, Denver. And uh, back then it was the uh, disco era um, and, uh, you know, folk rock uh, kind of stuff. 
And I never really zeroed in on it. But I know the lead singer's a flamboyant guy, and they got a big following. Because every time they come here to New York, they sell out. Yeah, they're, they're a very interesting band, by the way. The, the, they're a Canadian band, and the lead singer is the son of Holocaust survivors. And it's not something you, not something you hear every day. Um, folks, we are talking with the one and only Bill O'Reilly, who uh, would like us to believe that he has a clear mind. Uh, versus his his friend Geraldo. Uh, okay, I am going to delve towards politics with you a little bit. How how well do you know Rudy Giuliani? I mean, you live out there and you've been in the business a long time. I'm guessing you know him. Yeah, I know him. I wouldn't say I know him well, yeah. um, but I, I've known him for ever since he's been mayor of New York City. Um, you know, our paths cross, but I, I'm not a buddy, right? So, you know, I was born in New York City. I went to college in New York City. And for me, for a long time, Rudy Giuliani really was, you know, America's mayor and my hero. And I'm just kind of, or maybe not my hero, but just a guy who I thought was a a great American. And I'm curious how you're thinking about what's going on down there in in Georgia where where he may end up having to pay some millions of dollars to these ladies for lying about them. And then, like, while while this is going on, he's stepping outside of the courtroom and repeating these things that he previously admitted were lies. I actually, part of me is mad, but part of me just feels bad for him. Well, I, I, I think the latter is probably, in the Christmas season, the most compassionate lane to take. For some reason, and I don't know the reason. Yeah. Uh, a number of people signed on to this uh, election was a fraud deal. I never did. I lost a lot of premium members on BillOReilly.com because I flat out told my audience um, that, yes, there was fraud in the election, but it's not going to rise to turn the whole vote over. And the reason I knew that was because uh, Supreme Court Justice Alito um, has authority in the Northeast, and he signaled, and I talked to people very close to him, that he would hear any arguments and look at any data about fraud in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. He was ready, as the Ghostbusters said, ready to believe them. And not one thing was put forth to Justice Alito. Once I saw that, I knew that this was all a bunch of rhetoric. So I said to my audience, unless I can see in a court filing evidence that of mass fraud, I'm just going to discount it. And that's what I did. And again, I took a hit. But here's a really interesting part of this story. If I had been at Fox News when that had occurred, they would not have lost almost a billion dollar in judgment because I would have said the same thing on the O'Reilly factor. Nobody ever told me what to say at Fox News or any place that I've ever been. And they would never dare do that. And I would have put that to to bed, and nobody at Fox News would have challenged me because I would have had Hume with me and a few of the others that had credibility. So because I wasn't there, Fox News had to pay out about a billion dollars when you look at the law fee, the lawyer's costs and all of that. So there you go. Is there any schadenfreude in that for you? You're not really because I'm so much better off now than I was when I was working for a corporation because I run my own corporations. 
and we we are fabulously successful here. I mean, Killing the Witches in the first two months plus, I just got the numbers today before I got on the phone with you, sold a quarter of a million copies of this book. Wow. In two months. And nobody reads anymore. They only got the dopey cell phone in their hand. Their concentration span is 30 seconds. Yeah. And we're moving books like nobody is moving them. And it's because Killing the Witches is a very compelling read. I mean, yeah, it is. You know, I've read it. you up at night. Yeah. yeah I know. You, you, you're one of the few that actually do your job. When you talk about something, you t- you read it and you know what you're talking about. But anyway, um, I'm much better off not working for a corporation. I have studios in, my, in both of my homes. Um, I have 60 people working for me. We do radio. We have more than 300 affiliates across the country. We do television. Um, we write books, and I don't have to answer to anybody. Yeah. Boy, oh, boy, what a difference in my life that has made. All right, you can refuse to answer this question. Do you make more or less than $1 per book sold? My cut is in advance. I don't mind answering questions. I'm not going to give you I'm not going to give you stats. Right, right. But I don't I don't work on a commission basis. They have to pay me a flat fee up front. That makes sense. To do anything. Yeah. That, that I mean, ma- for me to go to the deli, you guys, <laughs> I'm not, those days are over, you know. If you want me, here's what it costs. And that's capitalism. Right. And, um, you know, so I don't have to worry about that. But if I'm a, in a partnership with someone, I want that partnership to succeed. I want, and the publisher is sitting there. And our backlist, this is the 13th Killing Book. And by the way, you can buy all of them on BillOReilly.com. Best Christmas gift ever. 13 Killing Books. We bundled them for you. And then if you do that, you'll get a download of my recent live performance here on Long Island, which went very well. But anyway, um, the backlist for the publisher continues to sell. So they're, they're doing Backlist you know. meaning the previous books in the series? Is that what backlist yeah. means? Uh, They're all still in print. Yeah. No, and I've I've read most of them. Killing Lincoln on. I know. I, I, and I've, I've read most of them and, and I really enjoy them. Actually, let's do, let's do one more minute on the current book on, on Killing the Witches. And I want to ask you one more question before we go. Sure. So the, the first half of Killing the Witches is what folks might expect thinking about Salem witch trials and, and all that kind of stuff. And it's fascinating history and a lot of stuff I didn't, I didn't know. Um, then later in the book, you, turn that into a conversation about how there are parallels to that kind of stuff in modern American society. Uh, Could you just tell us about that for a second? And and also whether you feel like that is just as much going on at this moment as at the moments you were writing those chapters. That's why I wrote the book, because there's a current day witch hunt now. And the guy who says that every day is Donald Trump. How many times do you hear witch hunt, witch hunt, witch hunt? In fact, I ran into some of his guys recently and said, look, when the former president says in his speeches there's a witch hunt, can he just hold up my book, just killing the witch? That would be a great marketing thing for uh-huh. him to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I wrote the book because there is a modern-day witch hunt, and we have in the latter half of killing the witches regular people whose lives have been destroyed because of false allegations. And the press is deeply involved with this because they don't care anymore what's true and what isn't true. If the allegation is out there, they're going to print it. And then if it's proved to be false, you'll find that on page 55. Yeah. 
So your life is ruined, and it, it, there are literally tens of thousands of regular Americans whose whole existence has been blown up by false accusations. Um, they Lawyers here in the Northeast, I don't know if they do it in Colorado, actually advertise on television that we'll destroy somebody, just come in with an accusation, and we won't charge you anything. You know, where they're trying to get a judgment, and they take wow. a piece of that. I mean, that's the industry. So what we do in Killing the Witches, we put you on the Mayflower, which is not the love boat. You come over, you go, oh, my God. They get here, and, and the hundred people, um, they go crazy because they, it's dangerous every day. It's a harsh climate. The Native Americans want to kill them. The, the ministers are out of their minds. And the young girls um, literally go psychotic and start accusing people of being in a league with the devil, and then they start hanging them. It's unbelievable. It really is unbelievable. The origins of our country, but it, but it's all true. And then we fast forward up to today, where the witch hunt is back. Yeah. Because of the cancel culture, and and so I think that's the chord I hit where people say, you know what, we want to know the full story here about lack of due process and this horror. Um, and that's why Killing the Witch is doing so well. All right, last question for you, which I actually, ha I, I generally don't write down questions. I just do stream of consciousness stuff. But I did write one down, and you almost touched on it when you said you got to pay me to go to the deli. So here's my question for you, because this is in the news lately, that some uh, some stores may get rid of self-checkout because a lot of people are going through those lanes and stealing stuff. I, I would like to know, how do you, Bill O'Reilly, feel about self-checkout at the supermarket, or does your butler do all your shopping? No, it's a, I go and do my own. I don't have a butler. Um, but the worrisome thing to me is that in America now, lying and stealing is accepted. And that crumbles the foundation of any society. Yeah. So the younger people, they don't think it's that big. Lie? Oh, uh, yeah, okay. Steal? Oh, uh, well, you know, I don't have enough money. and Whatever it may be. Now, I like to do, when I go to the store, which I'm actually going after I hang up from you, Ross, got to pick up some Christmas stuff, uh, I like to deal with a human being. Uh, and something about these machines, and I'm not real tech-oriented. I have trouble putting gas in my car. Uh, so I like to have a person. I ask the person, how you doing, and that kind of thing, and a little interaction there. So I'll never be uh, an automated guy. I mean, I'm glad I'm going to be dead before artificial intelligence takes over this country. Uh-huh. Well, I, I have a feeling that you and Geraldo are both going to live forever. forever. Um, folks, if you need a Christmas present and for somebody who knows how to read, go check out Killing the Witches. It is a fascinating book. Uh, I've read most of the Killing series, and this is one of my favorites, actually. And, and of course, BillOReilly.com for, uh, for the No Spin News. Billy, thanks so much for calling in. Have a wonderful Christmas and New Year's, and I'll talk with you in 24. Yeah, I wish the same to everybody in Colorado, from Durango to Fort Collins. Everybody enjoy it. Relax. Don't argue politics. 
And Ross, you're the best. Always enjoy talking to you. Thank you. Likewise, Bill. Thanks. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.